It is great to welcome the folks from Crete Carrier Corporation on board and also the Schaefer Trucking Group is going to be on. It's great to welcome Tim Ashoff back to the North American Microphones, the CWO president of Crete Carrier Corporation. And Tim, thank you, good sir, as always, for spending a few minutes with us here on the program. And this indeed is a very special week for the trucking industry. Welcome back to the show. Great to be on, especially during this week. It's always so great to honor the great men and women out on the road. It's an incredible week when you look at everything that is going on out there in the world today. You have been with Crete Carrier Corporation 15 years, and you became the general counsel, became CWO in 2011, and has since been president since 2017. You've seen a lot of changes out there, but I think what's probably very rewarding is that with all of the changes, when you talk to the drivers that are with Crete and with Schaefer, you hear a lot of great stories about how they are making it all work in spite of everything going on on the road these days, right? Got to be very inspirational. It is, and, you know, certainly there's been a lot of change in the time I've been here, and that's the great thing you see about uh, the driver force out there is, is they do adapt. They change. They make things happen. Uh, they continue to, to serve America, and certainly 2020 has been one of those years where we've all had to adapt, and I, I'm so happy and so proud of all the – trucking industry out there because you know we we really haven't missed a beat for the country uh, we've kept us going kept the country going through kind of these ups and downs uh, you know we've had some we've had some uh, uh, pantry stocking and other things that have happened that really put some stress on us uh, but everybody stepped up particularly the drivers and, and kept it going and just so proud of the entire driver workforce out there what is really wonderful about this is the fact that it's been a very much a unifying factor for the trucking industry it's brought a lot of different components together and the mainstream media the press is really recognizing what the trucking industry is doing hopefully we can keep this momentum going out there in the general public where they understand they know what trucking is all about right what do you think I certainly hope so because it has uh, opened a lot of people's eyes uh, to what we do as an industry and to what everybody does on a, uh, you know, every hour of the day, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to to keep America moving. And that uh, you know, we often hear from the public, well, what I see is you know that big rig next to me, and it's kind of intimidating, and I, and it kind of maybe scary to me driving next to it. Uh, so to see that you know inside that big rig, there's there's real people, uh, real drivers out there serving them. Uh, is a real eye-opener to them, and I'm glad that people are starting to recognize it. Um, you know, this week is an important one. I know the American Trucking Association is doing some things to help the recognition. Uh, right here in Nebraska, the Nebraska Trucking Association has done some things, and then certainly great people like you um, that help get the message of the industry out uh, and see the positive side of trucking and how uh, great great of industry it is. I'll talk about what's going on inside of the company as far as maybe questions from drivers about the freight outlook, maybe uh, recent pay raises and things like that. There's a number of ways that you're communicating with your drivers out there. Talk about all those, if you will. Sure. Now, we, we actually are fortunate. We're in a part of the industry where we, as you know, haul mostly food stuff and consumer packaged goods. So we've been extremely busy this year uh, just with the changes that happened in the marketplace with COVID. So our drivers have been, uh, you know, very fortunate that we've actually had more miles than we did last year. And as we talk to our customers and have done a lot of that in the last four or five weeks in particular, um, we see strong demand continuing. Um, you know, a lot of people are spending money now on goods rather than services. 
so there's strong demand in that home improvement area, certainly still strong demand in food and consumer packaged goods. So business looks really good, and, and uh, we're, we're happy to have announced that, uh, you, you know, as we have seen um, then some rate increases with our customers uh, to pass that on to our drivers. So we recently announced the pay increase that we're doing effective October 1st. Uh, and we really looked at it in two different ways. Um, one, as a thank you uh, for what everything our drivers have been doing over this last six months during COVID. As I mentioned, stepping up, a lot of drivers stayed out uh, on the road a lot longer because they were concerned about going home. You know, they've had more challenging times, you know, a time there where you, you couldn't go in and sit down and relax a little in a truck stop. You could get fuel and food and go back to your truck. And certainly at some shippers and receivers, you know, you're, you're in and out and, and more challenges on some amenities and other things. So really as a thank you to uh, you know all the great things they've done the last six months, but just as importantly, you know, rewarding them going forward as as we remain busy uh, and giving them that pay increase they so deserve. You mentioned uh, working with the shippers, and I remember back about two years or so ago uh, that uh, we did a remote broadcast with the Mars Corporation, and we were on site and we talked about the collaborative efforts underway. We Crete and Mars, for example, and that's just indicative of what's going on across the industry, right? Talk about the, the solidifying of the relationship in these difficult times with shippers and companies like Mars, for example, a key strategic partner for Crete Carrier Corporation. Yeah, absolutely. These, these difficult times actually do pull those relationships even closer together as, you know, our shippers fully understand how they impact, you know, the life of the driver. Uh, as drivers are in more and more in need, uh, they, they understand that what they do can impact their day. And so we've been working with them a lot on saying, how do we simplify things? You know, during this COVID time period, one of the things we're doing with a number of shippers is uh, electronic bills of lading. So when we get to a shipper or receiver, we don't exchange paperwork anymore. Uh, which actually, you know, takes some burden off the driver as they're the one who ultimately has to get that paperwork into us, take the time to do that. So, you know, from what we've done collaboratively on reducing wait wait times, doing more drop and hook, providing amenities for our drivers at facilities, it's now taking it another step and, and eliminating just another task that a driver has to be concerned about that's something other than driving. I would imagine that uh, with going towards more of a digital platform for operations and a lot of drivers are saying thank you for that because there was probably a lot of concern about transactional paper uh, dealing with somebody face to face but if they've got the ease of convenience working say through a tablet or maybe through an app they can get that transaction done a whole lot smoother and get back out there on the road I bet you got a lot of great great driver feedback about that. We have, and, and, you know, the number of our drivers that have, um, you know, use our Creek Carrier app um, to even if we're working with a customer that doesn't have the e-bill of lading but can just write with their phone, you know, just take pictures of their paperwork and, and scan and send that in through their phone versus having to stop at a truck stop or a terminal or other time or other place, you know, eliminate that one more stop for the, for them today or, or really, you know, during this COVID period, eliminate one more interaction um, with another person or, or out in that way and help keep them safe. So we've seen great adoption of that technology that, that we've implemented and, and just continue to look for ways to, to make that driver's day easier. I would imagine that, uh, Tim, you watch all of the economic numbers that come out. We've got about a minute or so uh, before the break. Uh, would you say, safe to say that the consumer is going to be at the heart of all of this going forward? More consumer purchasing means more manufacturing, more freight that's going to be moved. Are consumers at the heart of this? 
Absolutely. They're very important. And I think they've been what's been driving this today, you know, with, with some of the uh, stimulus money that had gone out there, as well as the extra um, unemployment for those that uh, were unfortunate to have to lose their job during this time. That's really helped keep that consumer spending going along with people spending less money on experiences, so less vacations, less going to restaurants, less to movie theaters. They've really driven the purchases. And so, you know, two things kind of up in the air now is, okay, what will that be like over the next three, four, five months with less, you know, stimulus and and maybe more people going back to work? Will, will that stay steady? Uh, mm-hmm. And then the other part of that is how long will it take to get inventories back up to the levels that are needed? Because that strong consumer spending has really depleted some inventories out there. All right. It's going to be quite interesting to see just how we wrap up 2020. Tim, hold on. i got a break here uh, for a few minutes. Ton Ostergaard is going to be coming up next on the other side. Chairman and CEO of Creek Carrier Corporation. Welcome back to Road Dog Trucking's Driver Appreciation Week special broadcast with Mark Willis. All right. Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, it is Truck Driver Appreciation Awareness Week, and it really takes on a special significance considering the critical role truck drivers have played during the COVID-19 pandemic. And Americans in all 50 states are taking extraordinary steps to show their appreciation for the important work that professional truck drivers have done as we navigate through this coronavirus pandemic. It is great to welcome back to the North American Microphones, Ton Ostergaard, the chairman and CEO of Crete carrier corporation and ton i remember visiting with you i think it was about two to three years ago we did a remote from your headquarters there in lincoln great state looking forward to maybe going back someday it's good to have you back on well thank you glad to be on with you and thanks for all you do to to spread the good news to uh, all the drivers that uh, rely upon your message across the country so you're a great uh, great messenger for our for our entire industry thank you Absolutely, and we appreciate everything you guys are doing out there. And talk about what's going on inside of the corporation. I know you've been there for more than 30 years, promoted to CEO in 1992, serve as a member of the Executive Committee and Director of the American Trucking Association, and some big, big changes we've seen over the course of the years. Uh, Talk about what you are seeing inside of the company, the future going forward. I would imagine that helping to navigate through all of this is the fact that it's a family-owned business. That really helps out quite a bit, doesn't it? Well, we think so. Um, we think that being a, a family-owned business, and, and it, when, when we say family-owned, it, it really means we view all, all members of the organization as part of that extended family. It's not just that it's family-owned. It's, it's we view every employee as a, as a part of that family. All of our drivers are extremely important in that regard. So it's, it's more a reflection of our culture than I think is just the ownership uh, we we kind of view that we take care of each other and they and uh, and everybody supports and, and does that to the best of their ability to serve our customers take care of each other and and so it's it's just ingrained in our culture uh, more than just the the ownership structure if that makes sense well when you look at this from the stability of the organization uh, the fact there's been so many ups and downs within the economy over the last 30 40 years or so does one of the things that really drive a very critical message out there to the industry is that the company's got the stability to withstand 
fluctuations in the economy. That's got to be great a great part of the DNA right there. What do you think? Well, I think it's a very important part of the fact that we're very proud of the fact that we are not only privately held, but we're debt-free. Every truck, every trailer, every terminal, everything we have is bought and paid for. We don't lease it. We we own it. We um, um, and, and, and that gives, I think, a lot of satisfaction to and comfort to our, our employees from a long-term basis that whatever ups and downs might uh, prevail throughout the uh, economy, we're, we're going to be able to, to weather that. And, and unfortunately, there are others that, that might not be in such an enviable position. And, and so we're, that, that really reflects our long-term commitment to reinvest the earnings back into the company. That's not just something that we woke up and did overnight. It really reflects our 50 years, 50 plus years of, of how we run and manage the company and reinvesting in it. And, and um, in addition to that, you know, we have probably over $230 million in our profit sharing plan that mm. belongs to the employees, including all the drivers that participate in that. So that, that's, a, that's an off-balance sheet asset as well that, that really um, reflects, again, our long-term investment and, uh, back into the, the people that contribute to, those, uh, to that success. Where do you see the state of the trucking industry going forward? 2020 has been a very challenging year uh, for so many in the supply chain and the transportation trucking industry, but I think there's been a lot of lessons learned uh, from all of this. Do you think the industry is going to become more nimble, uh, go more towards electronic transactions? Where do you see the state of the industry as we go forward? Well, I think the more things change, the more they stay the same. And and I think sometimes it's really easy. No, no doubt things evolve, things change, and we need to keep pace with that. There's been tremendous advancements made over the time in my career. But at the heart of, of uh, our business, it really hasn't changed. Technology and some of those advancements just helps really good people do their job better. And without great drivers, a, a trucking company will never be successful. Um, not just great drivers, but great people in the office. It takes a, a whole organization, but it ultimately technology and some of those advancements don't matter if you don't have great people using mm. those tools. So tools don't replace people. I, you know, we talk about autonomous trucks or we talk about artificial intelligence and all those sort of things. I think the thing missing in all that is it still takes great people to execute whatever that technology is, and uh, that will never replace the need for people, uh, mm -hmm. particularly our drivers. The drivers are what make the difference. And I think over the last six months, during the ups and downs of the challenges created by the pandemic, it's the drivers who have picked up, delivered, and kept America running. And uh, there's no technology that could do that. It mm -hmm. takes the drivers and then certainly a support staff that we're fortunate to have as well that, that works in tandem with those drivers. But you're, you're right. We need to be more nimble. We need to utilize technology, but it will never replace um, the importance of people. Uh, what are you seeing, Todd, as far as like the freight demand? What is driving it at this moment? Everybody, I think, in freight knows that uh, demand is off the charts right now, but how long can that go on? Where do you see that going from your vantage point? Well, it is busy, but I would say it's not busy for everyone. Um, I think there are still some sectors of the industry that are hurting and feeling uh, some of the challenges that are out there as they've been more significantly disrupted. But in our case, 
uh, as we we're really fortunate that we have a great customer base, um, and we're we're helping support them as they keep uh, the shelves and and the products back on the the, the um, available for the consumer. And I think what we're in right now is in a replenishment mode. We're certainly keeping pace with mm-hmm. with the demands, but but. That, that inventory supply has been depleted. And so I think for uh, for the foreseeable future, there's going to be continued demand um, just to keep pace with the with what's being sold today, but also replenishing that inventory throughout the supply chain that's been depleted. So from what we hear from our customers, uh, it, it's going to take a while, quite a while, to, to restore that inventory back to the levels where they want it. I, I think it's probably also very interesting to mention as well that uh, while all of this is going on, that Creed is talking about a new North Carolina terminal facility upgrades, investment in equipment and things like that. Uh, got about three minutes left, and that's uh, really some exciting news there. Talk about that, if you will. Well, yeah. Well, again, we take a long-term view on, on things like that. Um, we're also going to be doing some improvements to our uh, driver center here in Lincoln, major investment there to, to refresh that and, and enhance the, the quality of that facility for our drivers, specifically our technicians. But we continue to, to invest in the business for the long run because um, we know that, that that's, that's our commitment, not not today, not tomorrow. but. What are we going to need in 10 years? And, and when those opportunities present themselves today, we, we try to take advantage of it and do what's right for that long run. You mentioned uh, some of the technicians, some of the uh, diesel techs out there, and uh, there's a big need for that as well. I remember a couple of years ago when we were visiting with you on site there that uh, your shop was uh, fully operational 24 hours a day, running seven days a week, and that's uh, that's another great area that folks can look into maybe to get into the trucking world. they got about a minute and a half left. Yeah. What do you think? Sure, sure. Yeah, our facilities all across the country, not just here in Lincoln, but you know, we, when you, when, especially when you talk about that new equipment and technology, the, our suppliers are building better, um, more dependable, reliable equipment, but it's also more technically complex. And so the skill sets, it's, it's a great career opportunity for for technicians that want to pursue that, um, and it's not just the old wrench turning days. It's it's a lot of very high tech that uh, we we depend on very good technicians to help maintain and support that equipment, make sure it's up and running at all times. All right, I've got a break. Wrap it up here, Ton. Thank you, sir. Ton Ostergaard, Chairman and CEO of Crete Carrier Corporation. They are doing a number of great things in honor of Truck Driver Appreciation Awareness Week and. Pawn has been with Creed Carrier for more than 30 years. Now, coming up on the other side, I'll be speaking with Eric Cutter, president of Schaefer Trucking. He was named president of the refrigerated division, Schaefer Trucking, back in 2017. And one of the bright spots in the economy is the refrigerated side. Here's Mark Willis. All right, welcome back to the program. It's great to welcome Eric Cutter back, president of Schaefer Trucking, and he was named president of the refrigerated division of Schaefer back in 2017, more than 20 years of experience in the trucking industry, serving as president for Night Refrigerator before coming to Schaefer Trucking. And uh, Eric, it's really good to get you back on the radio uh, to talk about things like this going on. I do want to get websites out there where folks can find you guys at Crete. And it's Schaefer. What's the best way to do that? I know you guys are also all over social media as well. Where can they find you guys? Best way to find us, Mark, is uh, CreteCarrier.com. 
and you can find both uh, Crete and Schaefer Trucking at that website. Uh, and it's very simple to use. Just uh, just updated here recently, so we're excited to excited to see that. And, okay. and Mark, thank you for having me back. Absolutely, thank you, sir, for spending the time with us on the program. You know, I was uh, mentioning the fact uh, earlier that uh, a couple of years or so ago we did a remote broadcast from the Mars facility, and it was uh, really great to see the collaborative partnership uh, between Mars and what you guys are doing at Schaefer and at Crete. Talk about that in this day and age of the COVID-19 pandemic. Are we seeing more of the solidifying of the business relationships out there in in the pandemic age that we are in these days? Talk about that, if you will. Yes, Mark. No, thank you. We 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 look for continuous improvements uh, and trying to remove obstacles that uh, may create frustrations for our drivers, and we do that in collaboration with uh, with a number of our customers. Uh, we, we actually score our CSRs on unproductive loads, uh, and we also try to strive to make sure that uh, with our customers, we can try to keep them planned in and out of their facilities, measuring the time it takes to get into and out of a facility, both shippers and receivers, and then work on uh, maybe problem points or pain points that, that may, be, may be for our driver or for our, our shipper or receiver, and work on solutions together that may help eliminate some of those. Could be a, a drop and hook scenario, or possibly adding additional trailers, uh, different sorts of things like that. Uh, talk about what's going on in the refrigerated division. I was reading some numbers about uh, two weeks ago that refrigerated has been doing very well in the COVID pandemic age, uh, restocking of food items and and things like that. Where do you see that as far as refrigerated goes? How are those numbers looking, if you will? We we have a great customer base. I, I think Tim and Ton both alluded to that earlier, uh, but just a really solid customer base, and they really help us uh, a lot to keep our drivers moving. And and we we are we are seeing a, a higher normal of of, uh, of load tenders uh, throughout the throughout the, every day and through the week. I mean, uh, probably even being over tendered two to one what we have capacity for. So really trying to catch up and and, and get the get all of our shippers and receivers stocked back up and replenished properly like like they were previously. And this brings up a lot of great opportunities for drivers, I would imagine, correct in that uh, on the refrigerated side as well. Yeah, I really, Mark, for, for both Crete and Schaefer, we work together as a team. I mean, we've got numerous opportunities on, on, on dry and temp. Uh, I mean, we have uh, regional opportunities. We have dedicated opportunities. Uh, opportunities for a national fleet, and and really working together on on dry and temp combined, we create a lot of flexibility for for a driver. We really look for for a, a job that fits what that driver's looking for for them first, because we know if we find the right fit, then we have a, a long term solution for that driver. Now, life happens and things change, and circumstances change in, in a driver's world, and we have flexibility to change. So if if a driver's on a, on a regional fleet today. Mm. And, and maybe next year things change or circumstances change, it may be better that we have a, a newer dedicated opportunity that's come up and could have been on the refrigerated side, and, and maybe now they're better off and a better fit on the dry side. So we just collaborate together internally between Crete and Schaefer to create the best opportunity for each driver. I, I would imagine that, uh, Eric, a lot of this is going to be driven by technology, the investments in technology to keep the drivers moving out there and Tim mentioned us earlier about uh, the electronic bills of lading. That's that's an incredible feature out there for the drivers. Helps with efficiency, keeps them safe while they're out there on the road conducting those transactions. Do you foresee more investment in the 
technology side of all this? Yes, I think we'll continue to see more and more use of technology. You know, we're hearing fork heights and, you know, some reefer, reefer technology as well uh, to, to help eliminate claims for drivers. You know, that, that's another pain point for drivers out there should they have a freight claim. And we utilize the technology on our trailers to, to help mitigate claims at shippers and receivers and, and really to, to try to take our driver out of the middle of that process so that we can you know, value their time and make sure their time is spent, you know, driving and earning income for their family. And this, uh, when you bring up technology and what's going on with the uh, trailers, for example, I mean, it's really state of the art with the kind of equipment that's on board the refrigerated side of this, because a lot of the, a lot of the items are going to be temperature controlled. And if there's any fluctuation in the temperature, the driver's going to know that inside of the cab, right? Does that maybe set off alarms or some kind of a, an alert for the drivers if there's any, any problems, say, with the, with the reefer unit. Yes, correct, Mark. So, so if we have a temperature fluctuation with our unit, uh, we'll have a, an alarm sent to, to the driver's satellite, and they'll, they'll know that, uh, that they'll need to stop and address that and call in. And it may just be a maintenance item. It could just be a simple clearing of an alarm uh, that's warning us of, of a future maintenance issue that we need to have that unit taken care of after that shipment is delivered. Okay. Talk about, if you will, Eric, uh, as far as like pet policies, fee rider policies, profit sharing, benefits, and things like that. A lot of, a lot of folks would be interested in that, of course. What, what do you say to that? Yeah, we we have we have a great pet policy, uh, you know, for for a small deposit. We we like some four-legged friends around here. Uh, love dogs myself. Have have a have a dog at home. Sure. Uh, so love love the four four-legged friends. And so we have kennels that are at all of our terminal locations. So if a driver needs to have their shop maintenance, we got a place for their four-legged friend to, to be while the truck's in in the shop. Um, and also have a, a free rider program. So, you know, if you want your significant other or spouse to, to ride with you, uh, we've got those that free rider program available as well. And uh, I, I really think it's very beneficial for our, for our drivers. I would imagine that, uh, you know, the free rider policies, say a husband and wife get out there on the road, uh, that um, maybe, say, the wife might want to get her CDL and also drive with her husband out there. Team opportunities, uh, is that maybe on the discussion board? What, where do you stand with that? We We've had we've had a couple of those come to fruition just as exactly as you just explained, Mark. So yeah, <laughs> yep. those th- those are true scenarios. So uh, actually, I think we've got we've got a, a husband training his wife currently right now. So those do happen. So that works okay. that way. I, absolutely, and and again to mention that you know many of the drivers have got one million accident-free miles, two, three million accident-free miles at Schaefer and Creedon, and even more. As a matter of fact, and they are indeed the heart and soul of the organizations, aren't they? Yes, they are. Um, did did want to mention you, you had asked about the uh, profit sharing earlier, Mark. Yes. Uh, profit sharing, and I think I believe Tom mentioned it as well. It's it's a great program for our drivers. Uh, Crete and Schaefer drivers last year earned uh, 3.1 cents per mile towards their profit sharing, and it goes directly into retirement fund for for our driver. Um, and it's just a great product for them to to you know talk about the long-term uh, impact for industry and to keep drivers in the industry and to keep them at Crete and Schaefer. All right. Outstanding. Eric, thank you, sir. 
You're listening to Road Dog Trucking's Driver Appreciation Week special broadcast on Sirius XM Channel 146 and the app. Here's Mark Willis. All right, drivers, welcome back to the program. And again, National Truck Driver Appreciation Week is a very important time for America to pay respect and thank all of you out there driving trucks. Thank you for the hard work and commitment in undertaking one of our economy's most demanding and important jobs. 3.5 million professional men and women not only deliver our goods safely, securely, and on time, and they keep our highways safe. It's great to have on board the radio the folks from Creek Carrier Corporation and Schaefer Trucking, Tim Ashopon, CWO and President of Crete Carrier Corporation. You know, Tim was thinking during the break that uh, last time we were up to visit you in Nebraska, I think it's been a couple of years, but I remember you took us to a truck stop that had a great dinner, a great meal. I was just trying to remember the name of that. And uh, it was a, a gathering place. A lot of drivers were there. You, you went in and you talked with a lot of drivers in the in the lounge out there. Do you remember the name of the facility we went to? Sure do, and I remember that meal very well. We were over at Shoemaker's Truck Stop right across from yes. our headquarters here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yes, absolutely. And, and I remember you going in and talking with the uh, the drivers in the lounge out there, and uh, you know they were saying hello, and you were meeting and greeting them. And I think that's got to be really one of the great rewards of the job is that you get to go out and meet the drivers and you visit with them on social media probably not so much in person i guess recently with the covid 19 pandemic but is that one of the great benefits getting that feedback from drivers directly through maybe face-to-face contact or on social media Oh, it, it is a great part about this industry, as Tom mentioned earlier. It's it's about the people, and and COVID has really made me miss that. Uh, but but we're saying in some ways we've got to continue on with life, and we got to get back out having those personal relationships with our drivers and with others. So, actually, at a, you mentioned our Statesville terminal, we did do a grand opening there about a week ago, and and had to get together with with drivers uh, there, had a, had a good meal and and some things, and and we're able to meet with them face to face. And then next week, I'm actually going on on the road. I'm going to go on a little bit of a road trip, head out to uh, some of our facilities here in Nebraska and, and Wyoming. And, and the goal of that is really just to spend time with drivers. So get out there, get out there in their environment. Um, you know, it's something I do miss. Uh, you know, from the past, uh, I often oh, yeah. like to go from truck stop to truck stop, as you mentioned. And so does Eric Cutter, our, our Schaefer president. And, and just stand out there by the by the fuel door and, and just thank drivers and, and really get to know what's going on on the road with them. You know, uh, we can see some things on social media we can hear some industry reports or studies but i learned so much by just getting yeah. out there and shaking hands and hearing directly from the drivers you know i was going to ask you about that about some of the things that uh, drivers have brought to your attention that that might have not been on the radar screen and maybe with the driver feedback help to make changes out there anything stand out uh, from some of the driver feedback that maybe prompted some change in the industry you know, I think most of it has to do with um, just little things that, that we don't see maybe here in the office that 
uh, I'll call bug or, or create a frustration uh, for drivers. And uh, you, you know, certainly, certainly, you know, out on the fuel islands, we always hear about well, these drivers aren't pulling up on fuel islands, or it takes too long for them to punch in too many numbers to sure. uh, do their fuel transaction on their cards. So something like that is that we can go to our fuel card supplier and say, hey, is there a way we can make that faster? I, I mean, it's it's a yeah. little thing. It's maybe I fuel once or twice a day, but how can I speed that transaction for the driver? Because mm. uh, it frustrates them. And then we go to uh, you know our truck stop suppliers and say, hey, how can we help keep trucks flowing through the island? And you know we, we have 5,700 drivers out there, and we want them to be good citizens too, because we know sometimes we can be part of the problem. So what do we need to educate our drivers on to help each other? And, and so it's, it's some of those things you would never see from sitting behind the desk unless you're out there seeing it and hearing it. And drivers may not even tell you that because it's not on top of mind when, when yeah. you're with them, but when you're right there in their environment, it's top of mind. Hey, talk about the investment in equipment going forward into 2021. 20, you know, a lot of things have changed in the trucking industry going forward, a lot of lessons learned uh, from the COVID-19 pandemic, but Crete is going to continue on with operational missions, if you will. Same thing with Schaefer. That's investing in equipment, and that means investing in the driver that's out there. In it. What do you think? Absolutely. You know, first of all, we, we always have uh, good, reliable equipment and have late model equipment. So we're always trading our trucks out, as you know, at 450, 500,000 miles trailers at seven years on the temp side and, you know, nine years on the dry side. Just keep them fresh, keep them new. But that also keeps us saying, what's what's the next best thing we need to do to help the driver, whether it's reliability, the equipment, comfort, or safety. So, for example, on, on the Schaefer side, you know, we're, we're getting all of our tra- trailers now that uh, air ride trailers, but not just air ride, but then they have the auto tandem release because, you know, drivers can sometimes find challenges just in releasing that tandem, you know, maybe, maybe sometimes even get injured doing that because it, it binds. Mm-hmm. So, Mm-hmm. As we get new equipment, we have more opportunities to add those things, you know, on our trucks, adding the fifth wheel release, auto fifth wheel release. It's the same thing. It's a little thing. You know, a driver may only hook up and, and unhook to a tri- trailer in our operation every other day or ever so. So it's not something that impacts them every single day or even or every single hour. But it's something that helps them along the way and makes their job just a little more enjoyable. So we're always looking for that out of our equipment as well. And then, of course, safety is first mm-hmm. and foremost. So whatever we can give that's really effective safety technology for our drivers. And that's obviously really the challenge. There's a lot of technology out there, as you know. But mm-hmm. what's really effective, what's an effective tool for the driver? As Tom said, technology doesn't replace a driver, uh, but mm-hmm. it has to be a good tool for the driver. So that, that's always the challenge, and we're looking for, you know, what's the best fit there with our drivers. I know you keep up to date with everything going on regulatory, legislatively. Uh, we've got the uh, hours of service uh, regulations, the revamping of four of the uh, various components out there, 30-minute window, things like that. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about those? Good fit for the industry from your vantage point, uh, maybe adding more flexibility for the, for the drivers? What are your thoughts? I, I think it's a good fit. I think that the FMCSA did a good job in balancing their mission of ensuring, you know, safe roadways. Uh, and obviously, they have a lot of safety advocacy groups that are pushing them in one way uh, to, to, you know, have absolute safety. And then at the same time, we're balancing that with driver needs. And I think, you know, the flexibility provided in that 30-minute break that, um, you know, that can be on duty, not driving. So part of that, you know, coming off the road, maybe getting fuel for 15 minutes, going in the truck stop, you know, grabbing a little food, grabbing a little rest, but but then not having to take a separate 30-minute break, that that's helpful. And then 
Um, you know, certainly um, with some of the extension now that's given on the 14, if you run into unexpected traffic or weather, um, you know, that can be really stressful for a driver if you're in those situations. So giving them the ability to just pull off the road, park, you know, de-stress from that situation, but not to have the stress on your mind then, well, I'm parked here, but my clock's running. Uh, and so I think that's a balance that really helps safety in the end. So I, I think that, you know, a couple of those things really were a good balance and will be very helpful to drivers out there. It is going to be quite interesting to see uh, how well this is going to evolve here. There's been a lot of differing opinion about how the hours of service is going to help the industry moving forward. There's some concerns about other other kind of issues out there. But the bottom line, though, this is going to be going into effect at the end of September, September 29th. And, uh, Tim, I've got to get ready to wrap it up out there, and I really want to thank you. Uh, for joining me on the program. Where can folks find you guys again? I want to make sure we get the uh, websites out there, social media. Where can I find you, Eric, and Tom? Sure. You can uh, find us at CreekCarrier.com. Uh, all of our companies are there uh, represented and a lot of great information there. Certainly out on social, me- social media, at, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, uh, other places. Or just give us a call at 800-998-2221. All right. Outstanding. Tim, thank you, sir. And send my thanks out to Eric Cutter, President of Schaefer, and Ton Ostergaard, Chairman and CEO of Crete Carrier Corporation. And as you heard Tim mention, drivers, they are doing a number of special things to celebrate Truck Driver Appreciation Awareness Week. And uh, you guys know, of course, it's going to be going on right on through Sunday. And this takes on a very special significance considering the critical role truck drivers have played during the COVID-19 pandemic. And we have been talking with a number of folks throughout the industry about what it means for the industry going forward in in light of everything going on as far as some of the headlines that are out there. My thanks to the folks at Crete for joining me on the program. 